Football Manager Football Show. Brought to you by scoreline.ie the Football Manager Football Show episode number 21 and my name is Ken McGuire how are things? I'm Shazno Beef you are Shazno Beef the the vegan vegetarian I'm not vegan football manager it's not an offensive thing it is to me it's it's, it's alright don't worry too much about it it's fine I'm not worried at all that's Ken. okay I'm not a care in the world Kenneth bar you leaving me hanging there for the past we were meant to record this podcast 29 minutes ago I know I'm so sorry I do it's, you're not sorry at all I'm not really I sincerely apologise but that's radio life Shane that's 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 the, the, the what do you call it the roller coaster world of broadcasting see and the thing is no one else would have known that you were late only I brought it up yeah thanks for that no bothers thanks for that if you're way. on time you're late if you're 15 minutes early you're on time you're late and, and everything is late. Do you know what I'm going to do, Shane? While what? we're doing a podcast, I'm going to take a picture. Take of what? Of us. Why? Because we're doing a, we're doing a thingy, and we have the we have the Twitter account. So I'm just I'm just going to like throw the phone, kind of. Oh, so people get a visual. This, yeah. So smile, hey. No, there we go. Thank Christ, Done. I cut my hair. I know. Oh yeah, you did. That lockdown hair, man, was heavy. <laughs> There we go. It is so. It is. Uh, we are back to uh, back to. Oh, we've got a very we've got a very nice, tasty little podcast because we're we're like on the one just before we we crack into the World Cup. Yeah, because last week we decided to break all of the barriers. Uh, Euros are on, obviously, and we're well into the take of it now at this stage. Uh, and we decided international management would absolutely be the best thing that we could do ever in the world ever. So we did. You decided. To take over Le Bleu. Oh. And I decided to take over your arch nemesis, the Germans. Germany are the arch nemesis of France, I suppose, World War Two. There, there we go. History lesson, man. That's it. History it's, lesson. It's, it's only like 60 or 70 years old at this stage, but we are heading into international football territory largely because when you play football manager 21 and you get to 2022, the World Cup is still in Qatar. I don't know if it ever moves, if it's like a Brexit thing. But it's it still in Qatar in real life. It didn't move for us. It's still in Qatar for real life. But you know, there was always kind of question marks as to whether it was going to go ahead. It's always question marks about what constitutes real life and football manager life. Because uh, when we it. were trying to discuss the Euros while playing, we'd be like, "Oh, this has happened. This has happened." I was like, "Wait, wait, please! Is is it happening in the game or is it happening in real life?" In real life, yeah, yeah. Uh, I read an interesting statistic this morning from Football Manager HQ to say that international management, because uh, you can obviously kind of or they they've a way of analysing games or stuff that's happening on Steam. There's been like thirty or forty thousand people have decided to take the plunge into international management. Are we one of just those on, on the kickoff? Two of, of those, of the Euros. Two, two of two of those. The other, just a statistic now. Okay. <laughs> the other thirty thousand, thirty nine thousand nine hundred ninety eight people must be having fun somewhere um, but yeah we are heading into international management territory but before we get into all of that um, we also have some club matters to discuss and take care of or do we get into it where no, do we start we, we get in we, we start from the start we're linear Kenneth okay we're linear the first game that we have are the Nations Cup or the Nations League or the whatever Nations the hell it's called Nations League this yeah. was UEFA's kind of weird thing of, of putting a competitive edge on friendlies and trying to give out a it's trophy it's all about those Milli Vanillis Ken for who? for the for the For, the, UA, for the UEFA's they want to make leagues so they have a bit of a competitive edge as opposed to friendlies like watching an Ireland friendly is dire most of the it's time it's so bad it's so bad as we were only saying during the week it's, it's going to be at least 10 years before Ireland are 
kind of decent again. And even at that, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have an awful lot of faith. You don't have a lot of faith now at all, Logan. At all. No. You'd have to go, I have to go back to Robbie Keane then. have to go back to Rob's Keane. Bye. Robbie! Robbie! <laughs> yeah, so all our UK listeners, <laughs> just be fortunate that you get to some type of... Uh, Quarter final or semi final in the case last potentially time. or just make the last sixteen and then crash and burn. Yeah, that's very possible. Well, they'll be happy to happen. know that I'm up against Croatia. Uh, oh, you are. Yeah, in your first game, last last World Cup finalists meet again. France versus the Crocs. Wait, were the were Croatia the, the finalists in 2018? They were. They were Ken. Damn, God, Man, they, had, they had such a good World Cup run. Yeah, Modric got. I completely Modric got the the Ballon d'Ors. Damn! Wow. Yeah. So I was up against Croatia. The team was already picked in terms of the squad. Yeah. Didier Deschamps. He sounds like... <laughs> Deschamps. It sounds like a Pokemon, doesn't it? You, you, don't, you don't pronounce the, the S at the end of it, is it? It's just Deschamps. If you're going to tell me Deschamps. something, be sure Deschamps. of what you're going to say. It's French. It's De- Deschamps. Didier Deschamps. So it was his squad Deschamps that, you, that, you were, that you were playing with. Deschamps destroy. Yeah, I was playing with his squad. I didn't like it. But uh, anyway, uh, the team was already picked. Everyone was really composed. They had that kind of French apathy about them. They were like, you know, trying to GM up for the game. They weren't having any of it. They were there eating their cross tans. Uh, 4-3-2-1 with a defensive midfielder in there. Debele gets a start ahead of Martial. Don't really like Martial, Manchester United supporters, so I didn't uh, didn't start him. I didn't want to. Now, that was uh, one of the Dembele's, I believe. Uzaman? No, it wasn't Uzaman. The other was Musa. Musa. Uh, Mbappe and Griezmann. Pogba, Tobido, Toliso. Laporte, who's in the French team. Yes. Um, you know that he's declared for Spain now. Five changes from the last game as Kante, Varane, Pavard, Coleman and Ewar are all out. I think I'm pronouncing that right. If I'm not, who cares? Upamecano gets a header. I'm 1-0 up. Halftime comes and Le Bleu. Le, Le Bleu. Le, Blos, Le, Bleu. Le Blues. Uh, dominated the whole game up to this point. Second half, boom. They get a goal with their second shot. Of the whole feckin' game. I bring on Pavard. I bring on Martial. Not like he did anything. Then Lamar. We battered them, but we drew the game. It was one all, Kenneth. How does it feel to have such a terrible start to your international management career and just be like, you know, the, even the French don't want you? I said terrible. I said tepid. Te- oh, tepid. Tepid start. Nice, nice use of the word tepid. I know. I'm a linguistical genius. Ling- uh, uh, linguistical genius. I said that wrong, but you <laughs> get me. Uben Mancano, though. Has me as his favourite personnel as he made his debut. So, um, cheeky bid in that. Keep that in mind for later. Oh, um, okay. Where, where is he playing at the minute? Centre back. Uh, no, what club? RB Leipzig. Oh, there's a few few of those kind of Red Bull players. Are, well, obviously, Liverpool have, a, uh, have an eye on what's happening on the Red Bull side of things. Uh, I get to start my international career. No one cares. With Germany. Nations League. We're in a tough old group. Portugal are in there as well. And Portugal hammered Germany at the very start of the uh, at the very start of the group, which I wasn't too happy with to see the results. As Germany as well. It's like Germany uh, on the international side of things haven't been the most exciting of teams to watch in recent years. Even in the Euros this this uh, this year, like against France, I know it was uh, Matt's own goal that kind of did it, but they didn't show like they were going to beat France in, in any kind of capacity. That team in 2014 though, right? like KCLR sport producer Robbie Downing, he was like shitting all over that team, but I had them pick from the start that they were going to win that. Yeah. It was just, I don't know, it's fascinating when you when you see where most of the players are being bought from. Yeah. Like for a while it was like a lot of French players, for a while Wolves just bought every Portuguese player known to man. But like when you see where all the big money players are being 
bought from what country that generally gives you an idea of to how good the the actual team international yeah. team would be and considering that a lot of big players Kai Havertz and Timo Werner and stuff are being bought from Germany to, you know, Ch- to Chelsea <laughs> yeah but you would think that you know there's some big big they have a big big chance you know because a lot of yeah. a lot of money is coming going to that country which then goes to the infrastructure all that kind of stuff so um, but yeah I, it, it's a weird one because I don't know I don't think anyone fancy Germany coming into this no, no, uh, no, definitely not. And in the game, it's a, it's a kind of a questionable one as well. Like some of the big name players, well, who, players I would have considered big names, uh, uh, Gotcha, Draxler. Uh, not old. Uh, a handful of people. Well, they're not all that old. Like I'm sure Draxler is still in his 20s. Gotcha's only like 30, 30 odd. He's nearly as old as you. Like there's a few, there's a few kind of, I suppose the elder lemons are, are nearly like uh, Tony Cruz, who's like 32, 33. Royce, who in this hasn't played for Germany in, in, in quite a spell. Obviously had a falling out with somewhere Did you bring him along back? the lines with Yogi Lowe. Not for not for these games. I just kind of took the squad as as was, didn't make any kind of rash. Yeah, you can't make decisions because rash, rash adjustments before we get around to the uh, the World Cup squad selection. Um so I've got two games coming up for playing Romania first. I'm using the same tactic as the as the Leicester side of things. So I've been playing the four two three one uh, and ro- immediately rolled it out for Germany and they're like I don't know what you're doing with this the tactical familiarity is just like down to zero and all the players are like no crack no Germans zero crack didn't really matter this turned into an absolutely savage game now keep in mind that we're playing Romania and I thought this was going to be a walkover Uh, Germany doing a a little bit of a look back uh, she said there was a guy called Hadji playing with them yeah yeah yeah, I loved it and he had an absolutely savage game against me Germany as it happens were beaten quarter finalists uh, in our save world for the Euros, I think France were beaten semi-finalists. We're going to do one better. You got you got you got to get we're going to get beaten in the final. You got <laughs> a final of the World Cup that you're trying to defend. Yeah. Um, so uh, Adeyemi has been on my list at RB Salzburg, um, and may well be doing a little bit of business kind of later on in the game. Um, we're one 0 up after 19 seconds. Adeyemi on the end of a long ball, stuck on a little bit of direct passing, just to see what'll happen. See if we can float one in over the Romanian defence. Long ball, Ken. We float one in. You're long balling. You're long balling. You're no fucking better than Tony Pulis. 19 seconds in. Call it a long ball. Call it what you want. Adeyemi gets on the end of it, smacks Fans it into the back of the net. you already. Sets a new UEFA Nations League record for the fastest goal in a You're match. playing Jack Charlton football, boy. Lump it up top. It's archaic. We slow the pace down. So I've run the legs off everybody. It was like super high pressing for the first 25 minutes. Leroy Sané sets up Adeyemi for a second, picks it up on his right peg, bam, bottom left corner. These things were like goals of glory. And I'm looking at Adeyemi going, okay, 19-year-old Wonderkid is... Uh, it's pronounced Wunderkid. A, a, a wonder, Wunderkind. Uh, 38 minutes. They make a 2-1. Manea picks Wait, the ball They up. scored. And they then did. they scored again. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay, to ruin my story, Shane Uh, To pick up the ball and mark to the edge of the box Back off for a free kick He smashes it home Ridiculous Super tight offside Excuse me, how did I ruin your story when you said They made it 2-1 Yeah Because you said, said, oh they scored And they scored again Yeah, but you already already spoiled alert Saying that they made it 2-1 I was already up 2-1 I'm very confused. Uh, you just lost the score. You said they were up 2-1 and oh you were up my, 2-1. Oh my word. I was up 2-1. I was up 2-0. 2-0. 2-0. 2-0. 2-0. 2-0. 2-0. 2-0. 2-0. 2-0. 2-0
They scored. Oh, they made it okay, 2-1. Well, no, that makes but sense. it doesn't make a difference. Haji, who I'm getting like serious uh, admiration for at this stage, Haji and Menea are just having great games. Straight after halftime, they find Matrita in space on the far post, whips in the cross, taps it home. Nobody there, completely unmarked. Did all Two the all. Romanian players bleached our blonde... Uh, Bleach their hair blonde like they did in the 1998 World Cup. Uh, I don't know. I didn't Do remember that. I didn't. I didn't. Check. I looked like Eminem before Eminem. Before they Eminem were Eminems was Eminem. before Eminem was cool. They were Romanian Eminems. Romanian Eminems. And super cool at it as oh, well. Stick a fork at me. I'm done. Get out. <laughs> Two minutes later. Romania are up 3-2 Matrita again floats one into the box Man pops up beats two defenders volleys home What's his name? We go for Man Man what? Like, man just man just, oh, Man Man pops get, up Get with it Man pops <laughs> Man pops up uh, So we're like we've come into the game I'm thinking it's my first game in international management we're 2-0 up we're cruising all of a sudden it's the second half and we're 3-2 down talk about a baptism of fire 54 minutes Tony Cruz and there's one thing I've learned of the couple of matches we've played with Germany so far is Tony Cruz is some man to take a corner and stick it on anybody's head you just tell him I want you to play the ball here and I want the defender to come in on this you know edge of the box six yard box near post far post doesn't make a difference 54 minutes Tony Cruz corner Stark pops it up might call him Ned from now on Rob? no no Ned Rob Stark no Ned Uh, heads at home makes it three all so we bring on Emery Chan uh, for for Stark just after he scored See the goal. See what he can do. I'm so sorry, Stark. 65 minutes, pull the wingers, slow it down, start playing through the middle, getting her up with another long ball, finds Eddie Imi, who bags his hat-trick from the edge of the box. All of a sudden, we're 4-3 up with 25 to play. Adimi almost gets a fourth. Um, but is one-on-one palmed off the post. Uh, and this is this coming back to like last week and the week before, um, I, I have having started to watch all the games on comprehensive highlights, I realised that I'm probably playing it a little bit slow, a little bit too slow for, for your liking. But uh, we win. Uh, yeah, four, three. You're on, I'm like, I'm finished the game. I won this. Finished and the game. Why, what are you on? Like, I'm on the 15th minute. Gone for two smokes. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going, I'm back dinner. smoking, ladies and gentlemen, as well. <laughs> Just because of Ken's delayed games. <laughs> didn't, didn't last all that long. I had Bosnia and possibly Herzegovina. I had to play two countries. At the same time. At the same time. I, I make seven changes because I want to try out a few teams. Okay. I go four, two, 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 two. I, hold on a second, now. So you're making You're making seven changes. Yeah. These are friendlies, but they're not friendlies. It's the Nations League. So yeah. are are you conscious of where you are in the group standings for the Nations League before you go into this game? No, because we're undefeated in the... I'm I'm undefeated in the in the, in the Nations League. After one game. 11, w- I'm 11 one, games one undefeated in the Nations League. I, uh, or 11 I, games I, in a row. I love undefeated. how you pad out your CV with Didier Deschamps' record. Didier Deschamps. Yes, I'm playing against. Uh, you know what? This one, like international one? management. I'm playing against my boy Ahmed Odzic. Oh yeah, I'm playing against him. I don't like that. I what? really don't like that. Uh, Mbappe runs from his own half. He little dinkers over the keeper. Uh, so that's that was a goal. There we go. Oh, that's uh, what a dinker means. Yeah, and then I left the match at halftime to go handle real football managing business. Because I do manage a real football club, and we had to arrange our divisional cup fixture for Wednesday night. So I just let the French boys run at it, made a few substitutions. Let oh, go. so hold on a second. What time are you playing Wednesday night? Next Wednesday. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, we've got a, a we've got a World Cup campaign to like to crack into, and here you are going off playing real life football. Yeah, uh, that game's at half seven. 
So we'll be. Oh, we'll it's be gonna going, be a late night. It's gonna be a late night. A late night. Uh, but yeah, I left the match running. Uh, we won three 0 anyway. I can't really tell you any more than that. Only that we topped the group. I'm unbeaten in the last twelve games with France. <laughs> That's <laughs> having taken them over a half an hour previous. Yeah. And played two games with France. Um, uh, on this international break, obviously. And we win. We win the Nations League group. Uh, Gawiri isn't in your French plans at the moment. It is Fafana. But trust me, he will be. Um, but he's out for two weeks. He pulled an ab muscle uh, during training, a little bit of a cause for concern. We'll get into injuries a little bit later on. My second Nations League game, uh, and I I think I'm tied. Yeah, I am. We're level on points with uh, Portugal going into the game. Right. Uh, playing Slovakia make three changes uh, Kai Havertz is coming in he didn't play the last game he had a bit of a knock he comes in just behind Adeyemi uh, sticking him up top uh, Shula and Hector are coming in making way are Ginter Gosens and Valschmidt uh, history repeating itself this was incredible whatever it was about the start of the game Adeyemi was 19 seconds in the first game Adeyemi with the ball in the back of the net in 16 seconds this time out breaking records again breaking records two games two, two fast games. goals two, two, games, two broken it? records uh, Adeyemi gets a second on 10 minutes but it's real he, he's side. doing it so much he's like a broken record a bro- he is a broken oh, record and a breaking record at uh, 25 minutes gone we're 2-0 up Sané squares across the box and traffic to Goretzka snaps home for his first our second Shula lucky not to see red mind you follow up challenge he absolutely not absolutely uh, hacking lads out of it we're pressing high again uh, Managing to keep Slovakia quiet. They get their first shot off of the half uh, about 30 minutes in. Uh, Tony Cruz still whipping in corners. We're not getting any return on them. Portugal are also in our group. They're 1-0 up over Romania. I was kind of hoping that Romania would do a Romania on it as they did to me and maybe put three or four past Portugal. But Cristiano Ronaldo was kind of making the difference there. We go into the break with 14 attempts on goal from 66% possession but only four on target. Two of them ended up in the back of the net. Bit of half-time praise. Starting things slowly. 52 minutes. Another Tony Cruz corner. Finds Kai Havertz on the near post. Boom. 3-0. And the game finishes 3-0. Timo Werner comes on late in the half for Adeyemi. Uh, but the job is done. Despite the win, uh, <laughs> which I only found out in the press conference, uh, we're eliminated from the Nations League uh, behind Portugal on goal difference. But I did my job. I am unbeaten in the Nations League I've got two wins from two Portugal uh, had beaten Germany as I mentioned at the outset in the very first game and that proved uh, the difference end of the international break the camp departs in good spirits we've got 31 days to go in our warm up for the World Cup and we have to announce the squads on the 2nd of November we do and then but we're now back we're back to the, to the real like, did you learn anything from the first two games no, or was it just I like, left the Bosnia game halfway through to take a phone call did you learn <laughs> Did you learn anything from your first game that might have any way informed your decision? I have decision Mbappe to and Griezmann and Pogba and Kante and all. See, this I don't is, need to do. I just watch the them. Yeah. I the, don't need to manage. That's that's the thing. They drew with Croatia one all. I'd assume they were just a bit kind of overawed by their manager, but like they Will just is, go and play. I just say, hey, hey boys, hey, hey, Mbappe's. Will it play. be too easy for you? This whole game is too easy for me. I'm fucking. I'm the championship man. I'm th- I'm the winner of the Trofeo de Campione. <laughs> Ken, seriously, I'm a real life manager against an amateur manager. How's your uh, how's your club games? Back to real life stuff. This is what I missed. Okay, this is what I miss. Sheffield United I have coming up. Yep, 
I'm a bit discombobulated jumping between the French screen and the world screen. They're different colours. They are different colours. I like that, but I don't like that. I'm, uh, yeah, I don't know what that means. You could ask the French FA if they'd be interested in changing to like orange and blue camouflage. Remember when Cardiff did that? They went from like blue oh to Jesus Christ red. Almighty! What are the like worst side of things ever? And then Hull tried the whole Tigers thing. It's like come on, yeah, we're not Tigers aren't going to make you any more fierce lads when you're playing football in League One these the days. NFL boys, yes, yes, yes. I won't mind no Rovers, but no Tigers. Sheffield United, as you mentioned, it kind of a little bit of a surprise packet. They're They'd, doing really well. Chris Wilder's untouchable, along with myself. Yeah. They had touches, and they they had just about survived uh, relegation the previous season. Yeah, like kind of last day of the season job again, and now they're riding high. They're, they're up around high, like man. seventh or eighth on the table. I had six changes after the last game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give Musiala a bit of a blast at left midfield. Don't like Cody. You'd want to because I want to start bringing him in to the German ain't, squad. Stings ain't stinging no more. No. So uh, yeah, give Musiala a blast. I put Van Hootsen right back. Give Kalulu a bit of a break. Um, Silva is back in for Sargent. I started off balanced because uh, I'm, a, I'm away and then they get a goal. So from the sideline, instead of Demi Moore, I berate them. Really? Early? Oh, I ber- oh Ken. How early? Oh, very You're playing Sheffield United. I mean, come on, you don't need to be berating players. I will ber- Don't you tell me how to manage. I berate who I want. I'll berate you right now. Is it that bad? Yeah, I was I was absolutely good, and then boom, Musiala gets a goal. Uh, uh, oh, and then VAR ruled it off. Now oh. I'm annoyed, Ken. Oh, I, I was I was beratable, but now I'm very beratable. But you can't go beyond berating, isn't berating is like, you know, the, the like the the most that you can do from a sideline instruction or shout is is to berate. Yeah, and and there's that kind of time lag between it. Like you can't go berate and then immediately berate. It's like berate and then it's like, oh, they're grayed out because they're they're processing it and they're having a little think about my instructions. And maybe I'll go berate and then demand more and then berate them when they don't produce when I demand more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was getting to a point of when the VAR was ruled off oh, yeah, offside okay. That's okay. on the 30th minute. On the 30th minute, Silva scores then. Boom. Which is so strange because they, like, how long did they take to check VAR? Like, it was in the same minute, Ken. So therefore, there wasn't an appropriate check. So what was. What so was the VAR was ruled off on the 38th minute, goal 38th minute then from Silva after that. All right. Traore gets injured. Yeah. I'm leaving him on. I think he can still play on, which is never a good sign. But I was looking at my bench and like, I don't really know. I've Esposito there, but that's about it. Um, second half, we're doing a lot better after the goal. Then okay. second half happened. Silva misses loads of sitters and one-on-ones. Then boom, they get a goal. Oh no, oh my Jesus. Oh my Jesus, I'm going to lose to Sheffield United. I get more aggressive. I get more attacking. Eventually, I bring on Sargent and Stings. I go all-out attack after they got their goal on the 81st minute and then Silva pops up in the last minute made it to all you would think I'm happy but I'm not fucking happy wait you shouldn't you've had to come from I was top of the table I was king of the world didn't really work out draw me like one of your French girls Jack oh Titanic reference I get Blackburn Tony Mowbray Tony Mowbray's Blackburn Tony Mowbray championship fucking raspberry bastard (laughs) Nice uh, Championship manager Of the year Last year <laughs> Two of us were sitting there Looking at the end of year awards Going hey who got the Who got manager of the year I had a speech prepared He Ken. goes like We had both hammered Hammered Blackburn Hammered them 
Uh, and he still just because he won the playoffs gets uh, manager of the. I year. think it was done by statistics because he played more games. Maybe that's probably it. Forty six. What do you, what would he have gotten to forty nine games? Yeah, a couple of extra wins maybe. Uh, so we go uh, to play Blackburn. No query. He's obviously injured. He's got the two weeks. Uh, I find out that Jerry Payton, Irish legend. Uh, and my goalkeeping coach is going to retire at the end of the season I make four changes Milner is in to start at left back uh, I have James on the right Castagna is wrecked after the two Belgian games that he played uh, Iheanacho is uh, Iheanacho is the same uh, after the international break with Nigeria so Troy Parrott starts Curtis Jones and Jack Harrison are on uh, Barnes and Guiri make way Blackburn are in trouble they're 19th in the league table they're 18th in the form table they have the lowest amount of goals scored after Let's nine games fucking Blackberry get a fucking manager of the year award now yeah, ain't, ain't gonna see that happen. happen I would say if Tony Mowbray survives till Christmas now it'll be something it's also pissing rain 12 minutes in we start playing for set pieces you know we've done a little bit of work on the uh, on the free kick side of things see if it pays off 25 minutes in uh, I've pulled my wingers we're going to start focus and play through the middle Madison wins a corner after me cursing Benkovic for pretty much you know the first 30 minutes of the first half uh, he finally gets under a ball pops it in the back of the net makes it 1-0 getting up for the yellow corners uh, Yusuf Demir needs to come off at half time he is completely wrecked uh, I think he's only kind of coming back from, from a knock as well so I swap her in the 3 AMC so Harrison goes out to the left Curtis Jones in the middle behind Troy Parrott and I bring on uh, Minamino for the second half I need to f- I need to solve my I need to solve my Troy Parrott what? Exactly, uh, dilemma, and it's it's kind of becoming a dilemma. Like he had such a horrible goal drought. His last goal was his first in like nearly eighteen games, and he was so good up until a point. He was good in the championship. He was, um, but then he like uh, he was good in the championship, and then it was like after the international break in February, March, or whenever whenever that round of games for Ireland came, he came back. And then just did nothing for the rest of the season. It was so frustrating to see, and it hasn't really improved. Uh, it hasn't really improved a whole lot. But Ian Acho has been has been great in stepping in in that regard. Um, so uh, Harrison, having moved him out onto the left, he gets uh, on the end of a, a super just uh, through ball from James, like ten yards out. Let's fly uh, on forty seven minutes. Super, we're 2 0. Troy Parrott comes off on 66. Uh, Harvey Barnes is on, and we're slowing things right down at this stage. Blackburn's starting to press a little bit more. Barnes gets a golden one on one. And this is another thing that it's, it's just something that seems to have carried on from the Championship to the Premier League. One on ones in particular. Like, how, how many, how many one on ones do you reckon you've scored? Like, if you've had 50. Never. Yeah, this and this is this is the thing. It's it's still going on. Uh, Fausto Vera on for Indeedy for the last ten minutes. Uh, Curtis Jones uh, a bruised shoulder at the death. Another clean sheet though for the Dragon Roar. Uh, three points on the board. No, no, do his proper one. And we skip ahead of Wolves. What, what was the one they did last week? Oh. <coughs> Yeah. Uh, City win Man City win so we're up to second behind uh, on goal difference by six already City still unbeaten my Hurtado yes hurts his toe <laughs> he's out for four weeks was that actually a thing uh, well no for dramatized 
for drama effect, <laughs> I said he hurt his toe. I don't know, but he is out for four weeks. He's hurt. He's hurt. Hurtado. Um, so he's gone for four weeks. I wasn't really playing him, but I was kind of thinking about dropping him in and out. But Silva and Sargent are doing too well up top. Yeah. I still have Esposito there who can play up top. Musiala, who's playing up top for the under-23s, has played 14 games, has eight goals. Yeah. He's doing there. So I have some big options there. But Hurtado, I don't have an option. He's out for four weeks. He hurt has his toe. I have Norwich up next. Canary mm-hmm. bastards. Yep. Four changes. You know, Wolves should be eating canaries, right? Should. I put Ahmed, Podence, Stengs and Kalulu all back in. I start more positive, Ken. Very good. I was balanced last time. Yep. I start more positive. But they have the better chances. Our first shot, albeit off target, comes on the 41st minute. That's not good enough, Ken. What were you doing for the previous 40? I don't know. I'd imagine just... What were you doing for the previous 40? I'd imagine they were protesting because Hurtado was injured. They oh, showed some solidarity it. there yeah. because he's a, he's meant to be a goal scorer and they were like, we're not even going to take a shot just in solidarity for, for our fallen comrade. Um, I ring a few changes over the next few minutes then um, after the half time. Um, I actually... I, 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 I kicked the water bottle again. You're making a bit of a habit of this. Well, look, I was actually reading Roy Keane's second book today, right? And he was saying that... Um, when you're when in he, football manager, you what, need to kick the water bottle. No, no, he he had a tactics board. So he was when he was managing Sunderland, yeah. and Sunderland weren't doing well, he'd go to like the assistant manager and say, get the tactic board ready. And then when Keane would walk in, he'd kick over the tactics board that your man had just set up. <laughs> Out of effect, <laughs> for effect. Just been like kind of imp- saying... This game ain't about tactics. Yeah. It's about fucking desire. Yeah. That, and that's what I used to do. I I didn't know that. And even though I read the book before, I didn't realise that, that that's what I was doing. But I was channeling Ray Keane. Get the water ready. Boom. Kick it over. Hey, quality hit to Um Yeah, so I ring a few changes at, at half time. McAllister on. Sergeant on. Esposito comes on a bit later. Uh, Timo Pukki then. Timo Pukki then. Sorry, I was, I was still smiling here. Timo Pukki then, Ken. <laughs> Timo Pukki, for anybody who's wondering what has happened, if you head to Twitter, check out at FMF Show, the new Twitter account for the podcast, you will find a video outlining also very clearly. Timo Pukki then. Also very clearly what Timo Pukki does. Timo Pukki does. And I don't like what Timo Pukki does. <laughs> Right, do you, do you so, know what you do? and this is the thing, like, right? This is so, bollocks. This goal. So, hold on a second there, and I, I don't mean to cut across you, right? But you have you, and we we obviously, you know, found out that there's a couple of ground rules for what happens for players that play under Shane O'Keefe, and we covered that one: you don't score against them in a in a friendly match, or or you know, from a B team to an A team. Two: that you don't miss a sitter in the ninety first minute that could seal the win, and I would hazard. Three is that if you're going to take a kick out for the sweet living love and lamb of Jesus, you do not do what Andrade did. Wasn't even a kick out, Ken. It was a free kick outside his box. (laughs) As a right, where a right back should be, right? Andrade comes out, kicks the ball and does what I can only describe as having a brain aneurysm. That's happened a few times this season as Ahmed Hodzic did as well against Manchester United when he gifted Mason Greenwood a goal he kicks the ball across field right <laughs> it reaches Timo Pukki in my own half 
Just, with nobody around him. Just inside the centre. Like, how did he... He pure swiped it or something. It was such a perfect ball to Timo Puki, who had no one on him. First time. First time he buries that ball in the back of the net, Ken. Yeah. To make it 1-0. I was looking did. at it in complete disbelief. I was like, there's no... How the... F- there's no way your tactics can can account for Andrada literally setting up a beautiful assist for Timo Puki. No, it's it's a it's a thing of beauty. You don't get to see it all. You don't get to see goals from the halfway line all that often, but you sure as shit don't get to see a goalkeeper doing that and then a striker a striker just lingering on the halfway line and going, I'm gonna hit this thing first time and see what happens. I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what my eyes were showing me, Ken. It was ridiculous. And it landed in the back of the net. This was the absolute worst I have ever seen this Wolves team perform. <laughs> and not just because of that, because of like not scoring on the 41st minute. Uh, so McAllister though, Alexis McAllister, immediately replies. It's one all. So I'm kind of going, okay, now it's time for the comeback. Esposito comes on. Boom. Esco- Espo- Easy for me to say. Esposito yeah, yeah. makes it 2-1. I don't have a good feeling, Ken. I'm winning. 2-1. All right. Say what you will. Say we give it up at Andrada. It doesn't matter. I, I'm I'm kind of starting to shut up shop. I'm keeping mm-hmm. them well at bay. They're not really getting many chances from here. And then pretty much the last kick of the fucking game. An absolute worldy from the Norwich player. I, I can't remember his name. Everton or something. Maybe that's his name. But yeah, another fucking draw. Two all again. Drop, I am snapping. Drop, drop I was so annoyed. Soon. I sent my assistant to the post-match. How many draws do you have last season? That's two in a row, Ken. I don't know last season. Never forget about the championship. How many points did you drop last season? <sighs> drawing international games and now drawing league games. You're starting to feel the pressure. Is that it? Is that it? Yeah, I'm going great, Ken. I'd say that that must be it. Um, I feel we, like David Moyes. Remember when David Moyes, he looked young and vibrant and stuff before he joined Manchester like United. Like 40 years ago. And he just looked haggard it. Yeah. And now look at him, signs a new deal with West Ham. He's not going back to Everton at all at all. No, Ham. Another little thing that we're learning about international management uh, is that you get these notifications to say that, hey, here's all of these games with all of these players that are playing. Under-19s all the way up. Uh, Do you want to go and watch some of these games and the kind of thing like we're, we're more used to getting the notifications that oh Ronald Coleman was seen in the stands because he's checking on such and such or you know uh, Brian, or Grant Potter's in the stands trying to poach all your players trying to poach all your players piss so off Potter so it's like I want to be that guy I want to be that guy that goes and all the other clubs are going oh Ken McGuire was in the stands there he must be checking up on how the old German boys are doing ahead of the World Cup so I decide I'm going to go and watch uh, Dortmund and Spurs and see how they get on. That'd be a good game to watch in real life. It, it, to be fair, um, it would. Did I learn anything? Nope. No. Nope. Uh, Gundogan is on uh, good form, uh, club boys. Uh, Klosterman, uh, Kloster, uh, Klosterman, injured. He's a superhero. Out seven weeks. extreme claustrophobia. His odds on making the World Cup squad uh, <laughs> have been drastically reduced. Uh, I check in on uh, Julian Draxer. Um, he had been dropped by Yogi Lowe. He's currently not playing for Chelsea, despite having moved from Paris to Chelsea. They're just sitting him on the bench with like no games on 165 grand a week or something else. So I'm like, okay, do you know what? Let's go and let's go to Leeds. So what's happening with the, the game going into Leeds and Didi 
You're going into Leeds. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going into Leeds. Uh, Ndidi is giving me uh, a bit of a headache because Ndidi... Ndidi is. He is. But you remember last year uh, when we were heading towards the Christmas side of things in the Championship and all of a sudden it's like, I really have to start getting into squad rotation around the midfield and I started having to rest Ndidi for a game here and then two games here and then taper back his training and do little things like that. So uh, I get the notification again from the medical staff. Ndidi looks like he needs a bit of a rest. He's jaded after the most recent game you should drop him for a game or two so I'm like cool let's do that I'll bring up Fausto Vera give him maybe a kind of a two or three week run because we only have a handful of games before we get into the World Cup side of things so I make that decision immediately kick continue and then uh, it turns out that Fausto Vera uh, is gone for two months like immediately after the press conference torn thigh muscle uh, I was going to drop him in there I might chance uh, Farai my little kind of German wunderkind that I've I brought in from, from Dortmund's B team uh, against Leeds or else Milner in the middle with uh, Madison and Harrison well, what was it? You against him his a former employers Adeyemi as I find out, having scored a ton of goals against Romania and Slovakia, is now injured as well. He's out for five weeks. Very possible he may miss the World Cup. Um, so I'm not what quite sure what's happened there. Ozil to the World Cup. Are you kidding me? Is he even getting in your Leicester team? Oh, sorry. Uh, no, because I brought in Milner on the last day of the season. So I have Milner ahead of Ozil in terms of the, the pecking order. So he's not doing too much. Um, he's not doing too much at the minute uh, three changes before kickoff. off uh, Castagna is back in so Justin reverts to left back Milner is off uh, Jones, Parrott, uh, Jones and Parrott are off Barnes and Ianacho starts handful of chances in the opening 15 nothing major shift the play through the middle 63% possession good dozen efforts or more on goal nothing to show for it though uh, slow things down Try the old patient approach, see what's happening there. Guiri and Milner on for the last 20 minutes to try and make a difference against Leeds. Iheanacho and Ndidi coming off, and I'd had to start Ndidi, I didn't want to start him. Um, but we finished the game scoreless. Oh, no. Nothing I could do. Absolutely nothing I could do. Leeds goalkeeper. Oh, because you were talking about Melier. It's the Osasani, whatever his name is. He was, I haven't seen a goalkeeper on form like it. We could have had. 30 efforts on goal and he, I think we did actually it was like 18 or 19 shots on target but he just pinged away every single ball second in the table City gained ground uh, Ndidi in need of a rest and Indeed it is, is last season all over again it's tough tough yeah. at the top Shane I wouldn't know anymore because it was two fucking draws I came up against Leeds right after you oh yeah how'd you get on I made two changes. I bring Sargent on for Silva this time mm-hmm. um, and Traore on for Podence. I don't like playing Podence at all. I don't think he's up for it anymore. Um, I tell the team that they should be winning comfortably, which they should be. Um, and I, I add in overlaps. So I want my boys Shaw and Kalulu to be overlapping now, like they used to do. But I was trying to be a bit more conservative maybe in the Premier League over the past few games, after, especially after that Manchester United thrashing 5-1. Yep. First 20 seconds, Traore and Sargent, the two lads who are starting again, they actually tear apart leads like with some brilliant football, but it doesn't result in a goal this time. I'm all over them in the first 10 minutes. They start sneaking back into it again. We're getting a bit more shots. Uh, shots. So in the last 15 minutes of the first half, I'll go a bit more attacking and I do a bit of a Demi Moore in there as well. Why not? Half time, it's still nil all. 
I thrashed my arms. I didn't kick the water ball. I thrashed my arms. Okay. Like wacky waving them, but flavoring an hour, flavoring tube man. You know that kind yep. of guy? Yep. I'm flat trashing arms. And everyone gets motivated. Right after then, a long ball up from Ahmed to Traore, who then puts in an assist to Sergeant. Tactical genius. I let Sergeant and Traore off in the last game, even though Traore was a bit injured anyway. But I left them off in the last game, and they're coming back in. They're pretty. Staking a claim. Yep. Staking a claim. Um, and then I revert to a more balanced approach. Cousins then starts really tiring. Like, I mean, like, nearly empty in his meter. Uh, and he's on a yellow. So I bring on Alan Campbell and I put him DM. So now I'm four DM, two centre mids, two wingers, striker. Yep. Um, McAllister then comes on for Stangs. Players have given absolutely everything. Basuma then, he is, he's even worse than what Cousins won. So I have to bring in Van Hootsen up to centre yep. midfield. He yep. was centre back. I bring Van Hootsen up to centre midfield for Basuma and I bring on Eric Bailly to go centre back. I start shutting up shop. Keeper, slow down distribution, everything, make it a bit more compact without dropping the defensive line lower. So keeping a high defensive line uh, because I'm conscious if, you're, if I'm dropping it lower like I did against Norwich in the last game, they're going to start popping off shots. So I'm going to try and keep it very compact. Drop my, my attacking line deep and then keep it really really come back okay. and I come away with a 1-0 win three points oh that was good yeah nice to get back into winning ways yes certainly especially after those two draws uh, Mario Rui is injured a couple of days out Farai is injured after thinking I'd bring him on because again indeed he needs the rest and Fausevier is gone for two months Farai is gone for six weeks with sprained knee ligaments and not only that indeed he is now also injured uh, off the back of needing to have the rest and forcing into um, forcing into playing him uh, he's gone for another fortnight uh, interesting one before the before the next league game uh, on the international side of things I get approached by three players who are considering switching allegiances and making a declaration for other countries. All uh, all German-born, but eligible to play elsewhere. One for Isn't Patrick Bamford playing with Ireland in our game? He 100% is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, English uh, Bamford is English-born, though, isn't he? Is it, is the, yeah. is it the granny rule or the, the grandparent yeah, rule? So, that's yeah. that's getting eligible the door. to play for... Um, but yeah, Bamford is... Bamford is uh, he's doing okay on the Irish side of things. But these ones are interesting. It's like they're 17 years old. Um, making demands on their their German future. So one guy comes in, he's like, "Look, uh, Japan have come calling. They want me to go and play for them. What can you do for me?" Uh, another guy's like, uh, "Switzerland have come calling, and Colombia have come calling. What can you do for me?" So I'm like, oh, "You know, you open the conversation. There's like a shed load of options that are there to try and sway them." And at the time, you're kind of looking, I've got all these like 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 million rated players in my senior squad. It's like you're little 16 and 17 year old that I don't know an awful lot about and you're making demands. I find that a little bit excessive, maybe. Um, but uh, we have the little conversation and we go, OK, start the ball rolling. You've already worn the jersey at youth level. I mean, surely to God, that has to mean something to you. And they're like, actually, it does. And then the next time around, it's like you kind of soften the blow. Like you can, it's like a bloody contract negotiation. You go yeah. for screen, for screen, for screen, for screen, for screen. And in the end, I'm just like, okay, well, look, you need to go and make up your mind. And all three of them disappear and say, well, I can't give you any decision now. It's like, well, you came to me saying that you were going to go and join Japan or go and join Switzerland or Colombia or whatever the case is. So I head to Sheffield, let the three boys stew and have a talk to their parents and see what the story is. Uh, at Sheffield, I have to change out my top four 
entirely. Uh, so Ian Acho makes way for Yusuf Demir to start as a striker. Jack Grealish is back. I had kind of forgotten that Jack Grealish was suspended because the suspension was supposed to be in January, but it turns out that the suspension is uh, for the last two games he had missed Blackburn and Leeds, so he drops into the AMC role. Uh, Jones is on the left and uh, actually I think I have uh, Demir on the right and Guiri up on the top. So press conference. Nothing of note other than Sheffield United beat us the last time out. Slow start to the game. Uh, I've Milner playing in midfield obviously because um, uh, Ndidi is gone so he's partner with Madison again so I've changed up his passing specifically um, just to, to get him uh, kind of overly convinced on the on the short ball side of things right. so while the team are playing much shorter passing just for Milner I have him playing a bit more direct just just to he's shake it up just to say he is he's able he's able for it uh, and it gets him going a little bit direct uh, as well Curtis Jones benefits from that uh, opens the scoring on 17 minutes uh, and again I'm kind of like for these games and against and against Sheffield and seeing how you played against Sheffield or hearing how you played against Sheffield we slow the play down on the half hour uh, and again I'm trying to go through go through the middle and make a little bit more of Jack Grealish and get some play going in there Jones nearly gets a second uh, Guiri's kind of isolated a little bit up top Again, I'm not totally sure if he's a kind of a one-up-top kind of a guy. Uh, Moose, Mousset? Is it Mousset? Mousset? Uh, an absolute rocket of a goal for Sheffield on 41 minutes. It was ridiculous. He got a breakaway. It was only the, the third, second or third shot of the half. I think he'd actually had one earlier, but he made up for it this time. Gets on the ball. He lets fly from about 30 yards. Beaten all ends up in the top corner. Ridiculous. Uh, and I'm getting caught out as well in the box uh, up there end but decide to persist and kind of run through the middle again. I want Persistence Grealish. is key. Persistence is key, yeah. I need to get... Uh, just because of, of Grealish there. Um, so I swap uh, Grealish out to the left for the second half and bring Curtis Jones back into the middle. I'm going to give Greary another 20 minutes up top and then look at maybe... Troy Parrott or Harvey Barnes uh, instead uh, I wait about five minutes start making changes Yusuf Demir again he's still kind of he's not at like peak condition or fitness yet so bring on Minamino on 50 minutes bring on Troy Parrott for the last 15 what? Jones and Guiri off and it's still one all at this stage by the way I'm trying everything I can to beat Sheffield United uh, we get a shout for a penalty uh. about 10 minutes to go it goes to VAR and the odds of winning a penalty of VAR are fairly slim, but we win the penalty of VAR. Contentious, right in the edge of the box. James Madison steps up. First goal of the season. Low and to the left. Uh, slow it down for the last 10. Sheffield ping one off the post. Barnes goes close. Five Bobby minutes Barnes. to go. Benkovic, Barnes, Justin, Grealish. Everybody is getting a crack in injury time, but it's no dice. Final whistle goes, and we get out of jail. 2-1. Bastard. I know. Not happy. I was happy when they seen Liverpool lost 3-0 to a hurricane hat-trick. They did, but then they bounced back in their next game. Then they? I wasn't happy then when they seen Man City bet Man United 1-0. Yeah. Dybala. To stay top of the day. And if United, if United had managed to beat City, or to beat City, I should say, I'm fairly sure that would have put me top of the table. Mm. Silva gets Young Player of the Month once again. Oh, he does actually, yeah. Ariso comes in third. Ha ha ha! Fuck you I can't wait till you play Brighton He's got a ping like He already scored against me Yeah I know Ahmed and Kalulu Have progressed to good Premiership players From uh, very good Championship players Oh that's good Yeah And uh, also my mentoring group Has had a positive effect On the two of them as well Oh you set up A little mentoring group Oh I've set up loads Really now Yeah 
And so who's mentoring them? I'm mentoring them all, Ken. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Of um, course. And, so, of course and again, another A-plus rating, despite my two draws. The club appreciate, but there's more fucking takeover talk again. Serious? Like, the, how many times has this happened? It's it's got it's got to happen. This is your third or fourth. It's takeover. getting ridiculous, Ken. I know. I nearly lost out on a load of transfers. Um, national team though, we're back into there because we have. Oh, we've the World Cup squad announcement. Yeah. So, this was a tough one because I wanted to include Kalulu, not just because he's playing for me at Wolves, but and, because and like I don't really have a recognised right back. Bar Pavard who can play there but I don't really have a recognised right back and he's playing well he's getting averaging just over a 7 rating and stuff so I was like "Mm, maybe so I didn't know what to do I had so many centre backs so I had to leave one of them out and I left uh, Lenglet out can't believe you didn't bring Fafana I'm not bringing Fafana I didn't have any room for him Uh, Tobedo gets left out from Benfica I'm stacked in DM and centre back Martial he gets left out Yep. and Thomas Lamar gets left out Okay. I bring the in worst. Camavinga. Yep. Um, I think he, he hasn't been capped as of yet for, for France, I think. Uh, Kalulu comes in because I need a recognised right back. Benzema, I convinced to come back and represent the blue jersey You'd of France. call them up to the B I called them up to the B squad, team. Yeah, kind of the, like, the tail end of last I then brought them in instead of Martial because I'm thinking that I have Dembele there. Benzema might be a good kind of leader. Now, it actually was a toss-up between him and Yassim Ben Yedder because Ben Yedder has a great first touch. He's great at penalties as well. Yeah. But I just thought Benzema, have Lloris there. You know, too ben, Benzema is a big game player though. He's yeah, a big occasion player. Like. Some season, seasoned pros. Um, I could have brought Tarvin, Lacazette, Alan St. Maxim is doing very well. Hudson yeah. uh, Adard, I could have brought him, but I didn't. I ended up with three keepers, eight defenders, eight midfielders, four attackers. Not so bad. Ariola, Lloris, uh, Melier, Kalulu, Pavard, Kimpembe, Upamancano, Laporte, who, like, I can't believe in real life that he's gone to Spain. Yeah, it's He's an interesting switch, Spain, isn't like, it? I, I don't, I don't, I, I just always associated him with playing for France, and I couldn't believe that he's never had a senior cap. Yeah. He's played a lot of under-21 games and stuff. But yeah, he's playing with Spain now. But no, in this game, he's with me. Uh, Varane, Teo Hernandez and Ferland Mendy. Not Man City's Mendy. The, the other Mendy. Uh, Pogba, Kante, Taliso, Arur, Kamavinga, Dembale, Nkuku and Kingsley Coleman. That's my midfield. And then yep. Benzema, Mbappe, Griezmann and Dembele. So I have... Uh, the two Dembele's. It's fairly strong. Yeah. Still in a position where you could probably knock out. You could probably knock two good French teams out of the twenty-three. Yeah, you definitely could. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a good. Um, there's a good balance in between the side as well. I have like some nice kind of variations of players that can play in other positions as well. And there, if, there if is always there is always that thing like bringing Kamavinga through where you 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 get those World Cups where you get the youngsters coming in and then like Wayne Rooney you know Euros yeah. and well, Theo Walcott didn't really Theo, work out Theo for him Wal- back in 2002 was it? Yeah I suppose there was a lot of promise around was it. Was it 2002 it just, when Theo Walcott burst on the scene? He was only 16 going over to the World Cup That's probably it isn't it? Or, what, or was it or was it 2006? Japan, Korea? Could have been 2006 maybe What was 2006? Was Germany? Germany yeah I think that's what it was He's in Korea in this at the minute isn't mm. he? After rotten in the the trialist section, of he's the in Korea now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, in the game uh, for Germany, uh, I don't rock the boat. 
too much don't rock um, the boat baby squad wise uh, three goalkeepers obviously because you need to have three uh, Manuel Neuer Alexander Nubel and Marc-Andre Ter Stegen uh, Ter Stegen unreal three keepers my first I'm, choice goalkeeper I'm, I'm, I'm Neuer on the bench not too happy about my goalkeepers but go on sorry uh, on the defensive side of things Matthias Gettner Robin Gosens Jonas Hector uh, Joshua Kimmich as my captain uh, Lucas Klosterman who is injured um, but by the time we actually get around to the first of the group games uh, he should be he should be okay he should be in good in good form uh, Nicholas Stark Nicholas Shula and uh, Jonathan Ta in the midfield side of things uh, on the plane are Julian Brandt Emery Chan uh, who's picking up a knock but he's, he's he's coming back off a knock but he's, he's pretty much heading towards peak fitness uh, Serge Nabry who's now playing with Manchester City after his ridiculous uh, transfer over the summer uh, Leon Goretzka Kai Havertz is in there Gundogan is doing fairly good on club form uh, Tony Cruz and Leroy Sané uh, and up front uh, sticking with Adeyemi despite the fact that he picked up that five week knock but again by the time the World Cup group stages come around he should be clear by about a week and that, that window they gave it kind of five weeks it's come down to somewhere between 12 days and, and three weeks at the minute and by the time so we're announcing the squad on the 2nd of November and the World Cup is kicking off on the 24th so there's there's a good three weeks there so I'm, I'm fairly confident he'll play uh, Kevin Voland Luca Valschmidt and uh, Timo Werner so I've left out Julian Draxler not really uh, performing was long dropped from uh, from Yogi Love as well uh, left out Marco Royce at 33 years old on left midfield Probably would have been his last World Cup. He was dropped early 22, hadn't featured uh, since. Though, uh, I don't know what the story is, because if, if there's any injuries in the run-in, do you get a chance to call somebody up? If I do, he's probably like top of my replacements list, we'll say. Uh, no room for Gocha as well. He moved on to Spurs, but they're not playing him in the Premier League either, even, as, even as defending champions. It's ridiculous. Ma- like. Martial he's 30 in ripped midfield. off the league last season and now has only one start with Man United and 11 substitute replaces. Yeah, I don't even think Gocha has any starts for, for Spurs. I'm, I'm not 100% on it. Um, but uh, in the games that he's gotten on, he's, he's posting maybe a kind of a six-odd so it's it's just it's not happening. Uh, Burnt Leno, uh, Arsenal's goalkeeper, uh, and Julian Weigel from Hertha Berlin—they're all out. Croatia, and this going back to the club side of things, have failed to win a single game since they dropped Benkovic. Um, My player has been and, and, out and, of the squad with an injury as well. Yeah. Nicholas Moro—he's he's not in the Croatian squad. Uh, but they're not bringing Benkovic to the World Cup. I'm like, he's posting like a string of sevens. He's scoring, not like always, but you like to get a, a centre half who's going to get up under a corner. Don't and even like start me in this internet. Fucking Ruben Neves misses out again. Yeah, he's a star man. We're fourth in the league now at this yeah. stage. Vina misses out of the Uruguay squad, but I suppose I haven't really played yeah, him that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Norman Maximilian Williamson, the my Norwegian fish, he's uh, getting under twenty one call up, which bodes well for any work permit okay. that's going going ahead. But I have eight players in total going to the World Cup. Basuma with Mali, Sargent and Otasawi with the USA, Jimenez and Alvarez with Mexico, Andrada with Argentina, Van Hutsen with Belgium, Kalulu with France, and Ahmed gets a call up for Bosnia. So that's nine, because Ahmed only got brought in due to an injury. Okay. Oh, I might have a chance to do something like that. Uh, from Leicester, uh, Madison and James Justin, uh, Justin James, James Justin James. 
James, JJ. Uh, Madison and JJ uh, heading away with England. JJ could get his first cap. Uh, Schmeichel makes the Denmark squad despite, uh, despite uh, not having played in the Premier League for me this season. Castagna, Minamino, and Didi Iannaccio and Berino. Uh, I'm kind of looking at the money side of things. Find out that I'm going to land about four million quid from three games in January. I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> I, I, need something, I need something to go into the bank at this stage. Uh, so uh, last game we have before we hit the international break. I play Norwich. Uh, and Dom- Dominic Fark is, is doing those <laughs> doing those mind games. I'm like, I know you had the, the two all draw against Norwich, uh, and he uh, and he was the one that said that we're going to get relegated. Yeah, yeah, he's he's purely expecting the form to fall away. And like, I am wise to you, Fark. You don't know how wise fark I am off. to you, but yeah, yeah, you can Fark off. So we make two changes. Jack Grealish, unfamiliar with the formation, despite having just played in the team. Uh, Indeedy and Ianacho are in. James Milner and Guiri are out. A fiery. Fiery opening 10 minutes Handful of chances For both sides How fiery was it Ken? Very fiery Like hot Tactically We're very similar I'm looking at Norwich Going this is exactly How Leicester play Line up You know Kind of balls Pinging in here and there And I don't want to be Have my hand forced Into making changes uh, But Castagne gets a chance To pick up Curtis Jones On a break He bounces one into the box To be swept home On the counter Six minutes gone It's 1-0 only he may have damaged his foot in the uh, process but he looks like he can run it off and I'm not overly concerned at the minute because obviously we've got a month without uh, club games Uh, Yusuf Demir sets up Jack Grealish on the half hour mark not familiar with the tactic but he finds the back of the net. It's mm. 2-0. Nice to get Grealish on the score sheet as well. So we pull the passing again. We start to focus play down the right because uh, um, Jones is out on the left. I'm kind of concerned about the foot. I'm like, okay, well, if we can switch the play and just give him a, a break, maybe he can have a bit of the counter, but take the take the play away from him for a while. Uh, Yusuf Demir is already on a yellow card. He's getting wound up, but he wins another VAR penalty. Two in two games. James Madison steps up. No bother sticking it away. At three nil on the three nil on the board. Fifty four minutes gone. Make a handful of changes. Timo Puki gets a goal ruled out from ah, VAR. Goes from in my favour not for them. Uh, we try and turn up the heat in the last five. Norwich win a string of corners. They're piling forward. Uh, Milner gets a straight red on 93. Absolutely mills somebody out of it. Um, it'll probably be a one game or two game suspension. Uh, Grealish, Demir and Castagna all on yellow cards as well. And after the game, Fark comes out and he's like, I don't know how it didn't go our way. It's like Leicester were terrible. It's like we stuffed you three 0 We shut down every chance you had, and he's still kicking and screaming in the corner. So we go off into the international break, second in the table, level on points with City and Chelsea, and one ahead of Wolves. Park is probably snapping being a German that you're the German manager. That's very possible. Ah, yeah, that is very possible. I, I, I'm certain there's something in 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 the game in that sense. Vina came to me. He's looking for more game time. Because Luke Shaw's always starting. Um, I said I'll give him a bit more as the week progresses. I tried to use that. Luke Shaw's in the form of his life. And he's like, he's not been that good. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'll play you. So I'm up against West Noham. Back with Silva up top. Musiala and Vina on the left. Let's see what they can do, Ken. Okay. Let's just throw him out there. Because you had said, I want to see more Musiala. Yep. I'm the German manager. And I said, you know what? So do I. After you beat me to his transfer. Yeah. And then I started getting worried that a lot of players that I promised would be like regular players or star players aren't playing at yeah. all like Vina and Musiala and fucking Esposito and all these lads it's a dire first 20 minutes 
And then I realized because I went to watch the Real Madrid and Ren game that I had that on only commentary. So I had the whole thing on only commentary for the first 20 minutes. I go more attacking, a bit more of a demi more. It goes end to end, end to end. Then we string a few passes together. Musiala provides a ball to Silva, who scores his eighth goal of the season. Did you count that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Quick math. Eighth goal of the season. Second half then starts. Bit more tetchy. Triora gets a chance, but like. I've never seen it before. It's almost a one-on-one and he literally side foot passed it to the keeper that he was trying to get around. It's it's like a pass back. He passed back to the wrong keeper. Um, Alvarez, Esposito, Stengs come on in intermittent fashion. I go 3-5-2 and I start shutting up shop then. They start pressing. I go on a counter. Esposito gets a second. Musiala was amazing. Going to be starting from now on, I reckon. 2-0. Told you. He's a good kid. Yeah, and if you play him, I can bring him into the German squad, and then the German squad's going to get way better. Like you should have Fafana and Guiri in your French squad. But to, anyway. round, to round it all off, Isabella gets a hat trick on loan at Watford, so he's doing really well in the championship. Then we go back to international stuff. We do. So we we finished. We're finished. That's that's League. it. That's the that's the that's the World Cup break. We're yeah, thirteen. So. Are we thirteen games in? Some, I think something so. along You're on 29 lines. points City yep. are on 29 points Man United I think are on 29 points Chelsea on third 29 so, yeah. 20, And I'm on 28 points yeah. So it's very close It's very close it's to, very be, to be this close to Christmas And still be very close, um, yeah, it's, very gonna, close. it's gonna be fun Because the first game After the World Cup Is gonna be you and me Is it? Yep Oh Steven, yeah Stevens, Stevens is day baby so we, uh, we had a sit down Before the tournament starts Because we have one friendly game To get through But we, we had did. a sit down I told the French squad That we can win this tournament And they all agreed it's nice not to be with a bunch of fucking losers for once. <laughs> you know was, what I mean? Like when that was doing, your custom response. Yeah, when you're doing with when you're doing the we can do it, and they're like, no, your expectations are too high. Yeah, but these are like, yeah, of course, of course we can, Monsieur Okife. And this is the thing: I go into the team meeting, and they're all kind of like tentative. What's he going to say, new manager? And I'm like, do you know what? We can win the World Cup, lads. Yes, we can. And then the chants build up. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. And the players are like, do you know what, lads? He's right. We have it within us. We can go and win the World Cup. And I, I, I think what I clicked next was that's the sort of reaction that I was looking for because everybody is like super positive and really happy. And I do a bit of fist pumping. Oh, you pump the and fist. I, and I, oh, I don't uh, pump the uh, fist. That's over enthusiasm. I don't know what. I think that was it because instantly everybody is like disappointed and downcast. And I'm like, I want to take it. You know back. what you probably looked like to Tom Cruise at o- on Oprah. You know, he's jumping on saying how oh, much he's Oh, with the, the electricity meme thing where he just keeps getting zapped yeah, by stuff. Yeah, you were Tom Cruise on Oprah. That's very possible. So at this stage, I think I've completely wrecked my World Cup hopes. We have the we have the, the one friendly before we head off on the plane to Qatar. Before uh, then, I get asked by a journalist, this is how stupid this game is sometimes. I'm on my French meet. I'm not, like, I'm in my French stuff. Yeah. Right? Leave me alone. And someone comes asking me about a Wolves player. Are you pleased to see Sangar score for Libya today? Ken, I don't even know who the fuck Sangar is. <laughs> Sangar. He's <laughs> like playing with my under 19s or 18s scoring for Libya. I declined to t- speak with him. You're wasting my time with this. It would have been one of those looks like, just don't even, I didn't even say anything. I just looked at him and he walked away. It's like terrible. Are you happy to see Sangar score for Libya today? I don't even know who he is. 
Well, injury-wise, my report uh, for the German squad before we head off to play Chile in our final uh, warm-up game ahead of the World Cup. Adeyemi's hernia. I thought it was something else. But it's a hernia. It's down to two weeks. Uh, Klosterman sprained knee ligaments, obviously still out. And Emre Chan's injury has been cleared. He is currently at peak fitness and peak physical condition. Uh, with the friendly against Chile, then it's all prep uh, for the World Cup. We're starting the campaign with a C+. Plus for international management obviously enough because it's um, you know only two games into the job but they're delighted the German FA um, with the 3-0 win over Slovakia uh, annoyed maybe me anyway that it wasn't enough to get into the Nations League semi-final but that's for France to do Jack Grealish yes it is having uh, missed two games through suspension and then slotting back into the AMC role getting himself back on the score sheet uh, has gone and twisted his ankle he's out for four weeks straight and he Jake, is a sick nut and a half um, I'm so frustrated because uh, I spent like 40 million quid on him uh, and James Milner's one uh, game ban for attempted murder gets turned into three Yeah, uh, it was super silly so we go and play Chile bit of a vintage German display slow going for Germany uh, Adeyemi uh, obviously injured so uh, Timo Werner I start up top and I I need to get a way to unlock Timo Werner like his pace is 18 so do fucking Chelsea his uh, no his pace is 18 his acceleration is 18 his finishing is 16 but I just can't I, he just seems so he just seems oddly slow like if, if I compare if I compare um, Werner in this game to how Adeyemi played in the two previous internationals there's no comparison like Adeyemi just like ran into the ground took all his chances took all the shots scored all the goals and Werner's like how does that kid do this um, but uh, he got us ahead to be fair uh, 21 minutes uh, decent strike bottom right hand corner uh, Carlos Palacios equalises for Chelsea in the 52nd minute Chelsea. Uh, for Chelsea for Chile. for Chelsea for Chile for Chile for Chile ah, you're not Sorry. leaving that one down don't go I'm back not. and edit this I can't there's no Marcelo Salas in Chile though it's a, it's a basic Chile side you have Vidal that was about it oh yeah you, you're, try, you're trying to like heap misery on my one all here with Chile did you draw uh, one all is uh, that how it ended no, because you got to trust your defence, Shane. And you were snapping at this on Thursday night. you got to trust your defence. Nicholas Schule clinches the winner, 85 minutes. No! Again, straight off a Tony Cruz corner. You want to stop Germany, you got to stop Tony Cruz from whipping in balls in the corner from the left side. Every time from the left side. Amazing. Heads home, makes it 2-1. His second German goal in 40 caps. Uh, had to do a bit more digging on him because he's now playing for Liverpool, having signed from Zenit in the most recent transfer window uh, Tony Cruz the absolute engine in midfield he's 32 going into the World Cup covering all the bases posting 8.2 14 key passes really good run of form as well for Madrid he's a, a couple of goals in his last uh, 18 games they're into the season I think at this stage wow in all competitions uh, and that's where that's where I kind of park things for, for Germany confident heading into the World Cup um I'd, players I'd, be curious to, I'd be curious to see. Yeah, the players are demotivated. Uh, who have I got? Denmark, Mexico and Egypt in the group stages. I would expect to win at least two of those games. I would expect you not to rotate your squad appropriately like you never did last season. And pay the price for it. Exactly. Yeah. I played Mexico. You did. And you know, the only, I went in this and I really wanted to win it. You know why? Why? Because I wanted Conor Ronan and Shane Duffy to be on a, a beach in Mexico because I sent them over there and Watching kicked them you. away from Wolves. Watch it and I want to ruin their day. <laughs> 
because I, I, I know they're hoping that I lose. I go four two three one. Kalulu gets a call up. Varane, Kimpembe, Mendy, Kante, Kamavinga, Griezmann, and Kuku, Mbappe, and Benzema. Griezmann with a screamer on two minutes. I'm calling it a greaser. Not a screamer. Oh yeah, greaser. A greaser. Okay, that's good. Absolute like screamer. Kante then with a sensational run. He hits Mbappe, who then finds Griezmann to make it two nil, and then Kamavinga on his debut. Adding to the screamers just before half time. It's 3-0 up, so I ring in the changes. It's kind of like New Year's Eve, and then I realised you can only make five changes. I was like, oh, so shit. <laughs> it's not I a, thought it was a friendly, like you could do anything. Yeah. Then Jimenez, Wolves player, gets a pen on, makes a 3-1. I would say he'd never play for me again, but he's been shipped out to Shanghai anyway, so it doesn't matter. Oh, he ends, he's leaving in January. Yeah, ends 3-1, uh, still undefeated as the French manager. And uh, looking well, I think I'm going to win the World Cup, and you'll find out next week. We probably will because we have to actually start and, and play the World Cup games uh, as it happens. Uh, World Cup groupings, by the way, we'll fly through them very briefly. I have Italy, Congo, and South Korea. I have Mexico, Denmark, and Egypt uh, in Group A. Croatia, Mali uh, hosts Qatar and Russia. Uh, group B is the Democratic Republic of Congo. Um, oh yeah, because obviously they're in your, your group. South Korea, and uh, France, Italy. Italy, South Korea. Group C: Argentina, Morocco, Scotland, and Spain. Spain and Argentina to, to, to get out of jail there. Uh, in Group D, bit of South American action going on. Colombia and Costa Rica in the same group, uh, alongside Portugal and Serbia. Could be an interesting, could be an interesting group. Uh, group E: Belgium and Chile, Syria and the US. Group F is Brazil, Japan, Norway and Senegal. Uh, group G is myself. That's uh, alongside Mexico, Egypt, and Denmark. And then Group H: Australia. Kirkow England and Uruguay there's some Kirkow okay there's some interesting groupings in there um, I had a look at this right so one of the tweets from last night uh, Rand Friendlies goes out Sersok is banking that's you but it was Sersok one on Twitter uh, banking on Mbappe while there isn't a sniff of a German player on the list of the FIFA World Cup top goal scorer odds Kylian Mbappe 9-5 Top goal scorer. Working he's, nine he's the, too fast. He is the favourite. Uh, Haaland, second favourite. Lukaku, uh, Immobile, Messi and Griezmann. You've got two in there. Yep. Which ain't too bad. Not a sniff of a German player, mind. Uh, play, top player predictions for the World Cup. Mbappe. Mbappe, top of the list. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne, Harry Kane, uh, Neymar, Raheem Sterling Neymar. and Trent Alexander-Arnold. Who's Neymar? Neymar. <laughs> Neymar. Neymar. <laughs> Had to call you on it, Ken. Uh, and I did have another one for you. Okay. Um, but now I can't find it. I thought I had a little kind of young player of the tournament. But I can't I can't for the life of me see it anywhere. Uh, but I think uh, Kamavinga featured on the list. And I've... Uh, oh, Adeyemi is definitely on the list as well. For young player of the tournament. So when we come back... When we come back for episode we'll, for episode twenty two, we'll be well travelled. We would have gone to Argentina, England, and Qatar. And Qatar, and we should have our entire World Cup experience wrapped up in the next episode. Oh, we will, Ken. 
We probably will. And hopefully you'll have a Divisional 2 semi-finalist in the Kilkenny <laughs> District League as Castle Warren take on River Rangers next Wednesday night. <laughs> we'll be sure to keep everybody updated. That's what the, the main bulk of the show is going to be dedicated to that. Pretty much just just how Castle Warren We won't mention the gone. fact that we lost on penalties last weekend. I wasn't going to bring it up. Yeah, I wasn't we won't going to mention it up. that. That would be cruel. Or the fact that you had to abandon your team as a manager in order to make it back to the studio to, yeah. to, do, God a, damn to it. do a live show. Castle, my managing of Castle Warren should fall into the football manager side of things which therefore should fall into my we'll working do it. hours we'll do it it's okay Next, the, when we make the next switch we'll just load up the Irish leagues we'll drop like seven or eight tiers down and we'll go into Castle Warren and we'll, we'll seven do like, or eight tiers excuse me <laughs> about 28 tiers <laughs> that's, that's probably more like it uh, but that's where we leave it for this week so uh, for uh, next episode as Shane said uh, and we're going to be starting it on Wednesday night it's going to be our World Cup adventure you can follow uh, the live tweets and updates as we do from games at FMF show you can catch the podcast on all good platforms or if you want to catch any of our other podcasts check out scoreline.ie in particular for the Clash Act our GAA podcast we'll be back to do this all again as we are with new episodes every Friday next Friday until then talk to you later good luck The Football Manager Football Show, brought to you by scoreline.ie.